she's gung-ho. She just keeps pounding away until she gets through the wall. She's like the hedgehog. She just keeps burrowing ahead. She does not stop. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Before we get into today's show, a big thank you to our sponsor, Send Gym. If you want to get the lead you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try Send Gym. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So if you haven't already, go to sendgym.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendgym.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we actually have a pretty fun episode planned. Uh, We actually had one of our members ask us about working with your spouse. So, of course, we were like, absolutely, we will talk about this because we did a podcast episode on it way a long time ago. It was episode four. Don't go back and listen to it. I listened to it today. It was a little (laughs) cringy. We've gotten much better since then. But we decided to invite uh, Laura Reale, the landscaping business owners and Million Dollar Academy marketing coach, in to, to speak with us as well with her husband, because they own Aqua Reale. You said it well. Good job. Okay. I'm like, well, do you, do you just call Aqua Reale landscaping or Aqua Reale pond? We're a pond company. <laughs> yeah, I knew you just did ponds, so that's why I stumbled. I'm like, I, saying landscaping sounds it's weird. It's just Aqua Reale. It's just Aqua Reale. It's like Madonna. One word. It's all we need. No last name. <laughs> okay. Got it. Nah. Appreciate you guys coming on here today. It's going to be a pretty fun topic, I think. A lot of years of experience here between all of us, I think, too, in working with one another. So it'll be a good episode. Yeah, and we're all still married. I know, right? How long have you guys <laughs> been working together? I first started, I went to the landscaping business in 2004. So 16 years. How about Touch. you guys? 21. Woo! Nice. Nice. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and you guys have made it. And one thing I like about you guys is when I have talked to you, you have said that you guys have definite like separation of church and state. Like this is what you do and this is what I do and we don't fight about it. Correct. I think that's so important. That's something we didn't really do at the beginning. It was just kind of, hey, I need this done. Go do it. And I mean, it kind of worked, but yeah. kind of caused But having issues. those upfront expectations, I think is really smart on your guys's part. That way you don't expect them to be doing it and they're not. Then you don't get mad. Da, 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 da. So well, what's good for us is we very different people. So it's like we naturally go different ways. Like I don't want to set foot outside ever <laughs> if I can help it. And okay. I don't like being yeah. inside. I love shopping and being inside. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're so different. And so that helps because I came from the corporate world. Did you come from the corporate world, Katie? Uh, no, I have a forestry and land management background. So I'm also an outdoor person. So Uh, I came from the public relations field where we sat inside and Matt and I kind of take our business like we take our lives and our marriage, which is we divide everything between management and labor. Right. Right, honey? Which one are you? (laughs) Management. (laughs) (laughs) Matt. No, could you talk about that a little further? Because I actually, you have told me this before and I like this as well. You guys are so smart about all this. You can tell that you've got more years on us. Go ahead, Matt. It's just easier for me to solve the problem. She's like, hey, I need to get this done. And I'm like, all right, I'll go do it. Okay. And I don't ask any other questions other than like, all right, I'll go take care of that task. And it's easy because I'm like, all right, well, she handles the phone call, the setup, 
all right, I need you to go to these three places, drop this off here, here. And she, but she knows when she hands it to me, it's going to get done. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'll go and do it. Yeah. I may right. moan a little bit about some things, but I'll go get it done. So it just makes it easier. Like, all right, I'll handle taking the trash out at home and fixing this, doing Cat that. throw up. Cat throw oh. up. Oh, man. <laughs> I know that she's going to take care of the yeah. doctor's appointments, anything dealing with schoolwork, the kids. And I'll just deal with anything like getting us somewhere safely, taking us here, mm-hmm. going grocery shopping. But it works. It works well because I know that she's behind taking care of that stuff that I really hate doing. I don't like making phone calls. I don't like organizing this. I don't like doing that. Sure. She could take care of that stuff. Done deal. Then obviously she takes care of all the phone calls in the business and tells you what you need to do as well. So obviously we have an office manager that does that, but Laura basically takes care of anything in the office, billing, following up with people to get money from them, setting this up, doing the marketing, making sure there's money. I don't ever have to worry about money. It's always taken care of. I don't know how much I get paid. I don't know where the money goes. <laughs> it's not that I don't want to tell him. I even said to him before, I'm like, what if I was cheating you? He's like, well, I got blind trust. I'm like, what if I wasn't paying our mortgage? He's like, mm, you know, so. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't come kicked us out yet. So. Here's the thing. She never has to deal with the employees other than a meeting. Mm-hmm. I have to deal with the latenesses and not showing up. It's like, what are you going to do? It's like, what am I going to do? I, I have to pick up the slack and do the work. Mm-hmm. Right. So she doesn't worry about that. I make sure the job gets done. I make sure it's finished to completion. She takes care of the billing and invoicing and getting it paid. She doesn't set foot at my shop. I've never been there. It's a dump. It's <laughs> muddy. It's wet. It's grimy. So I'm like, I don't want you there because it is nasty and it's cold. It's a steel building. It's freezing in the winter. So but we have it, the company meetings at our house, actually. Yes. That's nice. I think what really works for us is two things. First of all, we don't get in each other's way and we don't second guess each other. Ooh, that's important. If he says something about like the money, he doesn't ever ask me what their money is, what we did with the money. And I never ask him if work is getting done. I just assume it's getting done as it should be. So it's good. And we both do our part. But I think the other thing is like, I don't know how couples do it when they're both landscapers or they're both outdoor people or they're both whatever. If someone doesn't want to be in the office like I do, I could see that being more of a problem Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. spouses to work together. But I think what worked really, really, really well for us was job descriptions. I can definitely see that. We didn't have any of that stuff early on. Like my mom, she's always been the secretary and manager at the office. And my dad always took care of the stuff in the field. And when Katie came in, uh, she kind of stepped in the office and started taking. Yeah, and I learned right away that yeah. I'm not a very good office person. And so that's <laughs> something that I had to just kind of learn. I'm like, I don't want to answer the phone. I don't take orders well. And so like, I'm not a very good secretary. I kind of have to just like be in charge of me and be the boss of me and the boss of you. But I don't really like it when people are the boss of me very much. And so that was something I had to learn uh, and that we've had to deal with. And it's been okay. <laughs> well, it, it kind of worked out because uh, at the time we started seeing how, I shouldn't say how bad things were, but how we weren't making money and we didn't have money in the bank. So Katie was actually able to kind of dive into those numbers and work on that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, I'm good at behind the scenes stuff, like management stuff and, you know, delegating tasks. I'm awesome at coming up with awesome ideas and delegating them to other people. That's great. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't want to do it myself. (laughs) Yeah, come on. No, I think one of the biggest things that working with a spouse has taught me is to understand people and have patience. Because when I work with other people, I'm always just like, they're annoying and stupid, whatever. But I'm like, okay, Scott's not annoying and he's not stupid. We oh, just, it, it's for, it forced me <laughs> to realize that some people communicate differently than I do. And some people do things different ways than I do. And then, and that's okay. And so it really makes you look at yourself and it makes you take like next level acceptance of how other people are. Cause it's easy when it's outside of your home, it's easy to just yeah. blame everyone else for being dumb and stupid. But <laughs> when you have to live with it, you're like, but they are. No, I'm kidding. Obviously. <laughs> You know, and that's really interesting because one of the most important things, and I tell people two things. First is 
respect. Mm-hmm. Yes. You have to have respect for the person. And if you treat the person like shit, it's not going to work. Right. If he yelled at me, I would be out of there so fast. It wouldn't even be funny. Right. Or blame me for something that, you know, and the same thing, like he'd like, yes. you like working with me, don't you? It's, don't you? No, <laughs> you do. The answer is yes, Matt. <laughs> it's easy because she'll ask me, hey, is this job getting done? Yeah, we should be done another day. So I was like, all right, should I bill? Yeah, you should bill now because when we're done, we'll just collect the checks. Like, okay, and that's it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't have to worry about these other things. And it's nice because when I ran this alone, I was a two-person operation. I was me and a guy. And I got it to a certain level. I could not get any higher than where I was because I'm working till six o'clock. Then I got to come home and do all this other stuff. And then I'm losing this, losing that. So somebody who likes doing that, it was a good transition, like us working together. I'd say it, it's grown tremendously since she's kind of taken and people are like oh you know your wife's in charge like how do you how do you make that work i'm like it works great like this is the best like what do you mean it's the best like she's gung-ho she's like doesn't stop she just like the hedgehog she just keeps burrowing ahead she does not stop if if it's an obstacle she gets around it she figures it out like i had an obstacle i'll step back i'll look at it from different i'm like all right how am i gonna deal no she just keeps pounding away until she gets through the wall and then keeps going you want something like that on your side because it's it's how you're going to grow and how you're going to be successful Mm -hmm. i was successful in my own mind i guess by myself but you know when you want to grow and have a family and make more money you need somebody who's going to push the boundaries on things and make it happen and she got us involved in the business group like i don't want to be in that i don't want to be any part of that it was difficult but she's like we need to do this we need to have this guy as our coach right. things that i would have never ever done i'd have been like nah people will call they'll see how good the work is i'll always have work i'll always be busy that's what people told me years ago it's like oh if you're good at what you do you'll always have work yeah i guess so but you know Sometimes you have lulls and things change. You need somebody that can push it ahead. And she's phenomenal at it. I do think what makes a difference too is this is what I do for a living. Mm -hmm. Like it's what I went to school for is marketing. Right. So it's not, sometimes I see people are like, well, my wife does it. And like, if he ever, like, no, I'm the president. You know what I mean? Like, this is literally what I went to school for. You are a professional. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a huge difference. And the other thing is if I tell him I don't want to do something, but if I find a solution like an office manager and an answering right. service, he's like, great, because now sure. it works even better and I'm not cranky. Right. I didn't like the phones either. Hated the phone. Yeah, that's something to hire out. And I like, because kind of what you're getting to is one of the things that I think is important too, is you have to check the ego at the door, okay? Because if you're going to be one of those, like the I'm always right and it's my way or the highway and what I say goes, or one of those people who just blames everyone else, like if something goes wrong, it's like, oh, it was her fault. She, you know, you cannot have any of that or it's going to be toxic. But she is always right. Well, obviously, when it comes to Laura, she's always right. And here I'm right, like 99% of the time. But I hate it when you see those people that always just have to blame somebody else. Like if a phone number got misplaced or something and it's like, oh, but I gave it to you and... Yeah, we don't we don't ever blame each other. And if you work like that, I think you're always angry and mad. And I'd be so stressed. Like, I don't want to work like that. Like, if one of us loses something or something happens, we're like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. What can we do now? Right. What can I do to help you? It's never him versus I. It's what we can accomplish together. One thing I'd say, too, is like having your spouse helping you is you have somebody you can trust. You can trust that they're going to do for the most part. Like, I've never had an issue with Kitty, but I, you know, other businesses maybe is an issue. But for us, I can trust her completely. Whatever she does, she's going to do it. Her whole heart. It's going to be right. Never going to be issues. And the reason I bring that up is because for a little bit, I worked for like a year for a water restoration company. I got tired of my dad. I want to go do something else. (laughs) So for like a year, I went and worked for another company. 
and their office manager was actually stealing money. They found out like, oh my God. yeah, like it was tens of thousands of dollars. I don't remember exactly, but I don't. Some of those I've heard that so many times. But, mm-hmm. You know, they didn't have their spouse in there where I, you know, Katie or my mom, I didn't have to worry about that. It's one less thing you have to worry about, I guess. And we've talked about that. And even though I trust our office manager more than anyone in the world, I still handle all the money. And that's the number one thing. And I'm never going to give that up because that's how I control. I need to see what I have. I need to see where it is. I need to move it around and like, I want to do that. Oh, yeah. And even if you have somebody else doing most of it, you have to have like some kind of checks and balance in this place. Because mm-hmm. some people that are a one-man show maybe need to get some help. But yeah, side note, have checks and balances in place if mm-hmm. you are doing that. Yeah. So. But I don't think all spouses can work together, especially if the woman is taking care of children at the same time. <laughs> we had a rough couple years because when I first came into the business, I was pregnant with our oldest and our boys are only 18 months apart. So I had two kids in two years and was taking them to work. And I, I was still kind of new to the business. <laughs> and so Scott was still kind of doing the work all day, come home, then have to work into the night doing estimates and all that. There's like a two-year block. I can't even really remember it. I just know that it got ugly. There's crying out of me and yelling at him. But we fixed it. So it's I hard. From home. I've been working from home for 21 years. Okay. So when I, we started, you know, I was working with him, but also doing my own thing with my marketing company. Mm-hmm. And right away, I went back to work when my kids were two weeks and one week old. Same. Ours were like four weeks. So yeah. It yeah. was. Ah, you lightweight. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I know, right? God, such a slagger. And then we had help. We actually, my mom quit her job and moved in with us and we paid uh, her. See, nice. that's amazing. See, I had no help. I went back at four weeks and just took them with me. No, and that's and that's what I'm saying. So if you're expecting your wife to be superwoman, take care of three kids, answer your phones, do your marketing, and <laughs> and do the finance. It's not real. It's yeah, impossible. And then you're just going to get really mad at each other. Yeah. Hi, Rachel. Sorry, that's our teenage daughter popping into a webinar, that podcast Hi. we're doing. Okay. Well, she's home from she, college. She's fine. Good she's to see her. Helping. Yeah. <laughs> home from college. But um, I think you know you're setting yourself up for failure if you don't have specific expectations. Yeah. And if your expectations aren't reasonable for both of you. (laughs) Correct. And if you do that accidentally, because I don't think that we purposely set ourselves up for failure and craziness, but we did. But then we were able to communicate it to each other in a way that feelings weren't hurt and things weren't mad. But I I had to tell Scott, I'm like, we had to have that conversation on how, like, I need you to be more of a dad and not just like a provider. And I need you to not just talk to me like I'm one of the employees. Like we had to like have a little sit down and come to Jesus with this. And then I also cut back my hours at work. I was like, I'm going back crap crazy because it was like having little possums hanging off of me all day. Like I'm trying to work with children physically hanging on me all day. So, but we were able to do it in a way that I was not attacking him. I wasn't blaming him. We were able just to just talk through and be like, this is what is happening. We we must fix it. Well, I think the way I kind of looked at it, this is wrong now, I guess, but having my mom was there, always there too. So I was thinking she could step away if she needed to, but it just didn't work out. It was too no, hard. Your mom was busy doing her work. Yeah. So, yeah. yes. Yeah. They thought that we were just in there like snacking on cookies well, I, and drinking coffee and bon playing bon with the children. Bon. Matt, what happened when Rachel was born? What did I do with her? You just give it to me. <laughs> I'd be like, here's the baby. I didn't even give him time to shower. <laughs> oh, wow. He took her in the shower. She'd go in a little bouncy chair. I mean, also, you got to remember too, like this is what has made this work is that I would give her every bit of my time so she could work because I knew not only was she doing my business work, but she was also doing what she had left in her PR work and she needed the time. So weekends, Saturdays, Sundays, I was taking Rachel, Max, kids, all kinds of places alone, my mom's, the mall, the park, wherever, 
to give her time after work weekends. So a lot of my spare time was just time to give her to work alone. So she had the time to get what she could get done without having the distractions of the house. Mm-hmm. That's how it made it work. Cause I was willing to like say, yeah, I don't care. I'll go do that. It's no big deal. I'll, I'll go hang. I will go do something. And I would whisk them away for two, three, four hours. And I get home sick. Oh my God, I got so much work done. I got this done, that done. Like I could have never produced that much work in four hours in an office that she could, but she also would have gone crazy taking them. Then she would come on. It's like, it was easier for me to whisk them away and give her the time or be to try to like, that's a great mom. And you have it for two hours. And I'm like, I'll go for the day. I'll, I'll be back after dinner. I'll be back. Wait, I'll be back mm-hmm. to make dinner. Cause that's what I usually did. I love this. Laura has told me before that you make dinner and grocery shop. I'm like, what? I cook at what? least four to five nights a week. I make dinner. That's amazing. And I really make enough for leftovers because I really don't like leftovers. I like fresh food every night. But it's hard because she's picky and I got this one likes that. That one likes, I'm like a short order cook. I came on the five. I walked right into the kitchen. The chicken was waiting. I, I had it out yesterday. I started making it. She comes down at five to six. 5.30. I came down. Uh, whatever it was. Yeah. It was practically ready to go. I'm like, you see that? You don't have to worry about it. It's going to get made. And I'll say, hey, let's order out tomorrow. And I'm like, all right, we'll do that. But I know what to do to make sure she has the time because it's like a machine. If you stop the machine, the machine can't produce. You know, it's like running a machine. You get in the groove, once you stop, you lose it. So the machine's got to run. And if it stops too many times, it becomes inefficient. So my job is to keep that machine as efficient as possible. And I know what I need to do to make that happen. But I know in return, what's going to come back to me is, is somebody who's on it, who says, hey, we've got X amount of dollars. You can invest it in this piece of equipment or buy this. We need to do this. And she just tells me like, and I just, I, all right, I got it. I see what we got to do. And people are like, oh, you really want to do that? Is that how you, it's like, I don't care. Like I'm extremely easygoing. If she says you got to go shovel this at somebody's house. Oh, okay. I'll walk up the street. <laughs> she told me to, because I know there's a reason behind it. That's huge. Cause I don't think most men, I don't know any men that are as involved a father as he is. Right. So that's a really good point. If you're asking your spouse to help take over your business, you better be willing to take over half of the kids stuff. Dance recitals, go to the girls' birth. Wait, I remember it was like mommy and me or whatever. I call it daddy and me. Daddy and <laughs> That's me. That's awesome. I remember Max was little. I ended up taking him for like Dunkin' Donuts with a couple of other ladies at, at the thing with their kids. And we were there, we were playing and we we're just drinking coffee and donuts. Like, what'd you do? I was like, she's like, you did? I'm like, yeah, well, the kids were walking together. So I just followed along. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. Cause Scott did. He got better over time. Like I'm not totally throwing him under the bus or anything, but I think you it's, hit, it's not think, normal. <laughs> like how we work. But and I think Laura, you hit on something good when you're like, oh, I'm such a good mother. But women cannot have so much mom guilt. Cause I was one of those people who always had a lot of mom guilt. I always felt bad asking for help. I had unrealistic expectations of myself for a very long time. I expected myself to be able to handle it and do it all. And then I cracked. No one can do everything. And if you ask someone, so if you're asking your spouse to help take over the business or to do part of the business, you better be willing, like I said, to trade and give them something in return. I think I remember her saying something like, you know, are you comfortable with this? I said, yeah, I mean, there were, I'd say 600. She's like, I'm out of here. I'm quitting. I'm not doing this anymore. You you don't listen to me. You don't listen. <laughs> Once a year. <laughs> well, you have to have one good blow up every now and again. It's always about employees. Sure. All of our blow ups right. are about firing employees. Every one of our fights. It's very hard. Firing people and looking them face to face and saying, you know what? You're no longer needed here. It's very hard. It is. I've probably done it three dozen times over the course of the years. And it's like, it's not easy. And oh. It's oh, see, I fire people routinely and I don't have any problem doing it. Like I'm maybe a little bit mean. The hardest one I had was actually one of my best friends. That was a hard one for me, but. But it's like, she doesn't have to do that. And she's like, you need to fire this guy. And I'm like, look, I'm sorry, I'm human. And this is a person and like, I know they need a job. 
I need a worker, but at the same time, it's like, I know that I need somebody who wants to invest their time in the company and they're not, it's like almost like saying, them, Hey, you know what? It's just not a good fit. They're like, well, what do you mean? It's not, it's like, Oh, come on, please walk away peacefully. Yeah. You know, it's not a good fit. I know it's not a good fit. I'm willing to give it a try, but it's not going to get any better. But I, I do it cause I have to do it. And she's right. There have been times where I've kept a few people way too long. And, it, like, and then I say it's them or me. That's not unreasonable at all. <laughs> I was pissed about this guy. It's not, and I should, but I think at the same time, we need to have a different process when a new person comes on and say, okay, in two weeks, we're going to sit down with Laura and I, and we're going to see what you did, what you accomplished, and if you followed these steps. Right. Okay, look, I'm sorry, you didn't follow the steps. Hmm. And I'll consider with her and say, you know what? She's right. You didn't follow these steps. And then we can basically work together and let somebody go together rather than me in the shop and the waiting for a Friday and me sweating all day and my stomach hurting because I got to let this guy go. Aww. I'm like, you got to come in here with me when I, when I do this guy, because you know, you have problems as well as I do. And we got to stand together and I'll let the guy go. I'll do all the talk and you just be there with me as, as support. And yeah. I've done it. It's look, it, it has to happen. And I hope it, it'll happen. It'll, at some happen. Point. <laughs> <laughs> it'll definitely have to happen. Yeah, sure. I guess if your worst characteristic is that you have a heart as a business owner, that's not really a bad thing. No, I don't. Right. And I don't, which is I perfect. don't either. Which is I, why we get along. I once said to him, I go, God, I'm bossy. And he's like, no, I like it. It's okay. There it's you fine. go. Well, and you can't have two people that are bossy because it won't work. No. And it seems like in both of our situations, the females are the bossier of the two. I'm not <laughs> saying that that's always how it is, but it works for us as well. And because he knows I'm not going to boss him around about things I don't believe in or that are dumb or stupid. I do it because I care and it's for the business and it's to better everything. Right. I think too, a lot of it is how you're brought up. So if you're brought up a certain way and you see things or you see things that are wrong, and you want to improve on it because that's kind of somewhat where I was at. My parents were kind of always at each other all the time. And I just grew up knowing I don't want to be like that. I don't yeah. want to have my kids like that. I don't want my wife around like that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just learned from that and kind of just did the opposite. <laughs> and I know I go back to it sometimes, but that's just how I grew up. And I got lucky because Matt was actually, he grew up, I think it's a female dominated house, wouldn't you say, with your mom? Years ago, yeah. My dad would work. He'd come home, he'd fall asleep, and she ran the house. That's how I was raised. But he did the grocery shopping. He helped with the kids. So it was great because Matt saw that grow. And our son sees it too. He's like, well, of course I do the shopping. Like, cool. And so I could see it being harder for people that are very traditional. Sure. Because if they have this concept of traditional roles where the wife is subservient in a way to the husband, that's going to be a challenge working together. Oh, yeah. And that's how he was brought up with very traditional roles. I was as well, but not not quite as bad as him. That's how my grandparents were, my uncle. (laughs) Yeah. So we're breaking those molds right here, right now. They all farmed. Well, that's what it was. We farmed and my grandpa would go out, deal with the cattle and, and... the grain and all that stuff. And same thing, my uncle, my dad, that's just how I was raised, but I didn't want to be like that with him all the time. So I just made the decision. We're breaking it now. Well, because yeah. we divide and conquer pretty well. Yeah. Um, our kids are on a robotics team. Yeah. And on the first team that they were on, the coach actually thought we were divorced because they only <laughs> ever saw one of us at a time. <laughs> But it's because we had to divide and conquer. We have two kids and two parents. And so I'm like, yeah. the one who wasn't there was running the other one around. Mm-hmm. And so it was a little bit funny We're because like, they had said that to one of the other people. They're like, no, I think they're just busy. <laughs> so, and we're uh, the same when we, we were supposed to go to Alaska on a cruise last summer. And when the travel agent was booking the trip, she's like, well, there'll be an adult room and a kid room. I'm like, no, there's a girl's room and a boy's room. Like we literally, we do things by sex. Yeah. That's why I was devastated when our daughter left for college. Because he's like, well, you lost yours. I still have <laughs> I'm like, I'll see, I'm going to nap. You know, so I was like, you know, and so we joke. So we each have custody of one kid, exactly like you said. And I get the couch bed. (laughs) 
<laughs> but we go no. away. We stay in this really nice suite in the Adirondacks, and it's yeah. a one-bedroom suite. And Rachel and I sleep in the bedroom. Well, it's funny that you say that. Well, because we have two boys, and they won't sleep in the same bed together. Like if we're traveling, um, and we're, we don't have our camper, if we have to stay at a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to sleep with one of the kids, and, and he has to sleep with one because they won't sleep together. Well, our kids are also eight years apart. Oh, yeah. And they're a boy and a girl, so that's a huge difference. Like she's an adult; she's eighteen yeah. and a half. He's okay. 10. You yeah, know, that's so weird. it is really weird to ask a 10-year-old to share a bed with an 18-year-old. So it's, yeah. you know, it's if True. we had kids that were two years apart, sure, we would put them in the same room too. No, you wouldn't. They'll kill each other. Sex. I'm just saying. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's nothing but punching, especially if it's boys. <laughs> so we just divide by sex. Right. Max's Hebrew school teacher last Sunday, he's like, well, I've never met your mom. Because <laughs> I don't get up. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm usually sleeping on Sunday mornings. And oh, he was okay. picking up our daughter, so I had to get up. And it's like December, you know, and he's like, nice to meet you. <laughs> That's hilarious. I used to do family time at synagogue. I would do all this. Shit. She's like, they're like, Where, where's Laura? I'm like, ah, she's doing whatever. I don't know. So, <laughs> I liked it though. I enjoy, I enjoy that stuff. It's you know, it's like, what else am I going to do? I'm going to be home doing work again. I don't want to do work all the time. No, that's good. No, I think it's great. I yeah. really think it's great because at the end of the day, you have to remember that like you love this person. This is your spouse. And so if you need to take a little step back and check yourself, then take a step back and check yourself. I give myself timeouts all the time because I know when I am just being grumpy and just maybe just like angry for whatever reason. I'm like in midlife, maybe it's hormones. I don't know. That's the but, same. And I say to him quite often, I say, I'm not mad at you. Yeah, I'm just mad. I'm mad at the situation. Yes. Because if I got mad at him every day, we wouldn't get anywhere. Correct. I'm, and I'll tell him over and over that I'm not angry at you. I'm angry at this person. That's perfect. So we respect each other. Like I said, every night he makes dinner, I thank him for it. Mm-hmm. And I do all the dishes. So, you know, we really try to balance things, but in a way that some other families would see as non-traditional. I think what you just did there, the communication part, just talking to each other, like, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at whatever the situation, whatever it is. Just communicating that, it goes a long way because that's something my parents did not do ever. No, I over-communicate. I will um, tell, tell you every feeling and every thought I'm having at every second of the day. So <laughs> Look at his face. He yeah. just ignores me, which is the best answer. I always say, you can't argue with crazy. Right. So he just agrees with everything I say and then just does whatever he wants, which is right. like the happy secret of our marriage. Look, he's agreeing. Mm-hmm. I have select hearing. <laughs> right? Well, he can't ever accuse me of not letting him know what I'm thinking about because it all comes out. But then he has to know too. But this goes kind of goes back. You just have to know your spouse and know that person. Like if this was somebody like just a co-worker, they would be like, that girl is nuts. Right. But he's like, no, she's just, you know, having a bad day. She's worked up. She's passionate. Yeah. And I'm probably annoyed or worked up about something else. But even, yeah. And she, it's just let her, let her go. She'll be fine. She'll come around. And then I want to talk about it like four more times. Yes. All right. It's good. She's like, no, one more time. Like, no, nah, we're good. Yeah, <laughs> I love I, it. What time is it? It's, <laughs> yeah. I, gotta, I don't even hear it. just like fall asleep. Midnight. Let me ask you a question. I'm like, no, no, we're good. We're good. We're good. No. <laughs> Let's talk about it again. Let's, let me show you the numbers. He's like, oh, my God. And this will be like 11 o'clock on a Saturday night. Right. And I'm like, you know, want to do a podcast? He's like, no. You know, because <laughs> I can't imagine that everyone doesn't want to work all the time because it's the most fun I ever have is working. See, now you and Scott have something in common. This yeah. one will work and work and work and then work some more yeah. where I do. I peter out and I, I think that's why I get a little grumpy because I can't always keep up and then I feel bad because I'm a little introvert and sometimes I just need to go in a quiet room by myself with a book and a dog and maybe some TikTok on my phone or something, but I have to go <laughs> and be quiet elsewhere and not work to let my brain simmer down. So I can physically work 
all the time almost. It's when the office work, it's like, oh, yeah. I kicked that can too much on that. But like, I will work right. nonstop outside. Like, oh, I'll go do this. I'll go do this. Like, hey, you get the energy. It's like, I just enjoy doing it. Sure. I'll keep going and going and going to do it. But yeah. It, and I bring my computer on vacation. I bring my computer when we, anywhere we go. And I'm like, you know, and so happy. And even when we're on vacation, he'll take the kids at night to go see something and I'll get my work done. Like who wants to work on vacation? Me. Like, I love it. <laughs> but if you love it, you love it. Yeah. See? And you know that about each other. <laughs> yeah. I know. He's calling me that. crazy. You are crazy. I know. But he loves you for it. And that's what makes it work. <laughs> well, I think this has been a lot of fun. I think there's a lot of great information in here for uh, Yeah, hopefully for people. people can get some good nuggets out of it. But mostly, I mean, you do. You have to just, you got to know your spouse. Like you guys said, have your job descriptions. You have to have, that's the number one thing I'll tell you, have a job description. Mm-hmm. Because you have to know what someone is willing or wants to do. And if you ask them to do a task that they're not comfortable with or don't like, it's not going to end well. Yeah. And it may take you some time to figure that out. Because like I said, when I first came into the business, I didn't really know that I was a horrible secretary. But, you know, after doing it for a while, I'm like, oh, I'm really rotten at this. (laughs) When you come in with this list of things that you need done, I get a little snippy when you're like, oh, here, do this. And I'm like, what if I don't want to? What if I want to work on something else? So, But I'm very good at digging through all the numbers and making spreadsheets and picking through things that nobody else wants to pick through because I'll I'll crunch numbers all day long. So you guys have any other tips you'd like to share before we uh, close this up? Matt's secret, just a right? <laughs> you know, I think the one tip, and it's not even a tip, it's you personally, you have to be a little more easygoing and you have to be able to work with other people, especially when you're not comfortable with something. Let somebody else make the calls on that. Like you were saying, Katie, if you're not really good at something, you realize not good at something, you know, it's like, all right, you know what? I'm not good at this, but it's good to know. Like everything I'm not good at, she's phenomenal at. The tip is I think be easygoing, you know, take as things come and like, you know, just kind of like bounce off and don't be so reactive at times. Or I should say, don't be so like going back and like, no, not this way. Like, all right, let's see how it works out. But, you know, be easy going. Cause I think being easy going, you'll see how things play out. Yeah. And then you can kind of figure out where you belong in the equation. I always say there's more than one way to skin a cat. And so like what you're thinking will probably work and what she's thinking will probably work, but just like pick one and work towards the same goal. As long as you're working towards the same goal and things are getting done, like it doesn't have to be like, well, I'm right all the time. So that's a huge thing too, because every year this year, if you add in our PPP money, we hit the million dollar mark. Woo, congratulations. Awesome. Awesome. If you add in the PPP money, but still, yeah, you know, every okay. year we've grown and I want to grow. So mm-hmm. if you want to grow, you need to be willing to respect and trust and work together. And I think if we lost money every year, we'd probably argue a lot more. Oh, certainly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think too, like if you're getting to that point, you feel like you're going to just flip out, take a step back, step away and just say, hey, I need to take a break. And just go do something you need to enjoy, whatever it is. But don't let it get that point. I have one question for you guys. Go for it. Do you, because we don't separate life and work well. And we're okay with that. Some people say at six o'clock, we're done. How about you guys? Do you separate? We don't separate it very well either. It's one of those things that we always say we're going to work on. But because I kind of like to work as well, uh, you know, maybe not as much as Scott, but I don't mind doing it when I'm excited about it. Things are getting done and you're meeting your goals. You know, I kind of like to do it, too. So we actually even said today, we're like, we are not working on Christmas Day. (laughs) We are. We're having a corporate meeting with our office manager because she's Jewish, too. 
Oh, uh, well, well, that works out then. But no, <laughs> we have we said today we're not working Christmas because um, we very much don't take a lot of time off. Yeah. But we like doing it. So. Well, we like doing it. And I, I know when my breaking point is where I need to step back and just... I mean, I think his breaking point is like maybe a day after I think his breaking point mm. is. But okay, go ahead. It takes a little longer <laughs> we'll go with process that. maybe. <laughs> yeah, okay. But no, but if that works for you, I think yeah. that's great. And it seems like you guys really complement each other well. Scott and I are a pretty good compliment as well. Not mm-hmm. perfect, but the biggest thing I've kind of learned is, yeah, like you said, like hire out things that you don't want to do and aren't good mm-hmm. at. So Because it'll just make you miserable. If he made me, first of all, he makes me do anything, that's not going to happen. But, <laughs> I have you know, if he told me, you answer the phone, like you said, I'd be like, screw you. Like, you answer the phone. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'd be out of there. And that's also good because I know I could get a really good job somewhere else. <laughs> so, <laughs> you there. know, and that yeah. helps. Like, I'm not... I'm not reliant on him. And I think that helps our relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we always joke. I don't, if I died, like he's screwed. But if he died, <laughs> I'd get a handyman. And he's like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is why I like talking to you. Because that is 100% something that I would say. Like completely sure, something sure. I would say. So. Uh, you know no, I wouldn't be screwed. It would be a totally different setup. It would not be what it is. It would be a lot smaller. And I would just be more like, I'm not saying a handyman, but I'd be more of the, the one job guy and that's it. Like I wouldn't be able to have this corporate setup. Mm-hmm. And I'd be fine with that too. Sure. I'm like, I'll get back to the way it was. It wouldn't, wouldn't bother me. I wouldn't have as much. I'd have a lot less and I'd, I'd deal with it. It wouldn't phase me much. <laughs> so that's nice. We each have an exit strategy <laughs> so we don't feel like we're forced together. You know what I mean? Like if it doesn't work, like that's fine. Like I'll yeah. easily go back to starting another marketing company in addition to the one I have. So, you know, and he knows that. businesses. Yeah. Totally fine. Yeah, no, well, we have common goals, like our Million Dollar Academy that we're working on, because yeah. we have wanted to travel. We don't like grow roots. I just don't grow roots. I, I want to move like every three days, and I always want to go places. And he's like along for the ride. He's like, okay, let's get our business completely mobile so we can just kind of travel around. And I'd love to come see you guys in person and yeah. do that kind of stuff. So, yeah, similar Anytime. goals, and we're just working for it. Yeah. So, I love it. We'll have an extra bed available in about three weeks again. Awesome. Yes, I will come and visit when she's you know, away at college. Love it nice. so all right well we appreciate you guys taking the time tonight to uh talk to us it's been a lot of fun and uh thanks guys yep, yep. all right thank you Matt. thank have you Laura. have a night bye bye hey everyone just want to thank you again for joining us today if you enjoyed today's podcast we do ask you for one quick favor could you please head over to itunes and leave us a review a five-star review is even better but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message <laughs> <laughs>